0: Welcome to Multifamily Live. I'm Kaylee Aroussi. And I'm Jason Aroussi. Our mission is to help you unlock your full potential as a multifamily real estate investor. So you can do more deals, bigger deals, with less stress, keep more profit, and free up your time. Multifamily doesn't have to be a mystery. It's time to go live. All right, so welcome back, everybody. We have a fantastic show today, and by the, the just all means necessary. We we are putting this together today. So we've had ins and outs. We've had storms. We've had RV parks. We've had everything here trying to battle us away from getting this done. But here we get this done. And we have Ryan Dumas on the show. Hey, Ryan, how you doing? I'm doing great,
1: man. Thanks for having me. I
0: appreciate it. Well, thank you for being with us and ryan's got a tremendous story right so he's uh, an investor uh he provides financing for a million different spaces and he's taking uh his family and his life and and he's changed to actually really live life from an rV and it's just a fantastic story so ryan we're, we're really excited to have you give us a, a quick recap on who you are and and, and what you're doing.
1: So, my name is Ryan Dumas. Uh, I live in Clearwater, Florida as of now. <laughs> um, Full time RV since August. Um, I will kind of get on there. So, I've been doing commercial financing for about eight years. Um, I would say roughly when the economy took a hit, I was doing a, a good bit of commercial financing um, with hotels, gas stations, apartments. Uh, a lot of it was on hold, no matter if you in sell a storage, liquor store, or a business. So, for about the out of the first um, first two or three months, we were sitting there playing games with family, spent a lot of time with the family, and had to think, hey, you know, I got a mortgage here. I got four kids. What are we doing here? After the third month of not making any money, I was like, we got to do something. So we looked at some RVs and some trailers, um, long story short, and um, I didn't make any money from March to August, and we decided to buy an RV out of the U.S., visit my clients for financing and visit investors for the investment side. And I've been in, we've been in 15, 15 different since. You know, bank account went down to almost zero, um, back up to the almost six figure range back in, you know, January now. Um, So now in March, doing pretty good here now. And um, I am doing a few different things. Uh, commercial financing is one of the main things, one of the bread and butter. Um, looking to looking to to close on about a hundred million dollars this year, um, and with that money, which I was going to do back in February too before the economy hit, invest into a few different arrays of investments. See, I love this
0: man. So, hey. um,
1: one of those, um, I am. And yeah, we're traveling in our RV all over the US. And like I said, I mean, I'm meeting my clients for hotels. Um, most of what I've done the last eight years is hotels. I'm not investing into hotels. It's one of those things that, you know, you gotta get clients in there, tenants in there every single day, every single week. And that's not my style. I'm investing into um, RV self storage, um, mobile home park and uh, apartments. And we're doing some um, development in Southwest Florida and some, um, it's called BT build to own and build to rent and build to sell bts and btr so there's a few different models in there but um you know got a lot of goals uh have a, have a um, uh, mindset group that we're doing and um pretty pretty active group there's about 12 us in the group and a lot of people have been you know 10x themselves this first month already and it's people that that didn't say the, i will i can no goals written down you know, not bragging on themselves, just down the gutter and everything else. So um, I have a lot of accomplishments and a lot of big goals that, that I'm getting into this year. And I love this.
0: this. This is so great, right? And this is the story of what it is when when times aren't ideal, that you don't wait for something to just show up and just magically happen. You, you, you take the show on the road, for, for lack of a better word, right? You went out, you said, okay, I, the, the landscape has changed this is not what was yesterday, here's today, what do we do, right? We go and get in front of people, right? We go get in front of the people that we've worked with in the past, and let them know we're still here, let them know we can still do this. And we don't know where the road's gonna take us, right? Cause you, I, you've said now you've been in, I believe 15 states and you're going out there, you know, seeing the country, given the experience of a lifetime that your kids will, will never forget, meeting your clients that potentially you've never even met before, right? In a time and now, what happens? Well, well, the tide starts to change, right? You start to have things move in your direction. I mean, it's just fantastic. So, talk to us about the narrative for financing. Um, you, you said you do, of course, finance hotels. Um, really tough industry right now from all sides right there's a lot of negativity across the board but you know we do know you know resorts um we'll see some some come back of course on this end um how, how do you look at the narrative of what you're financing these days um compared to potentially what was a, a pre-march of 2020 financing option
1: so um, i'll touch on a couple of things here on, on that financing thing i usually have about 25 to 30 deals that close a year. Last year, I think it ended up being 12 or 13. I don't have that exactly written down. Um, I am closing on four hotels this month, and I'm working on a, a 15 and a $20 million apartment complex as of right now and a couple of self-storage. Um, one thing that, that helped me out was I've always um, visited my clients. The year took was, was a little bit depressing when we couldn't leave, couldn't travel. And when we did this RV, it was a way for me to, to visit my clients. So what I did, in, I'll backtrack a few years ago, is I've been on um, doing um, I've been doing um, hotel conferences. I've been doing meetings. I've been meeting, you know, usually I don't meet with just one owner or one seller, but even the multifamily aspect, about two years, I was doing the conferences there and closing on some of the deals for apartments and self-storage. So once the COVID came, you know, kind of got depressed and and down. Well, you know, I jumped back up. I started reading some stories. But so one thing I did was I, I, um, before the COVID, uh, I branded myself. I listened to Tim Bratz, Tim Bratz, and I branded myself about three years ago as the traveling commercial financing guy because I was flying, you know, 12, 20, 30 times a year to conferences, conventions, whatever that exactly detailed. Well, for a few months of the of last year, before the RV, there was no traveling. Uh, I was still on the phones, you know, for a little while being busy, but a lot of the hotels and businesses were shut down. I wasn't getting many call- phone calls. It made me closer to my family, which is great, which is one of the top top of my goals. Um, but right now, on the financing side, doing a lot of hotels, so self storage and a lot of apartments right now, and we're back on track again. There's some, some things in reserves and everything, but. I'm back on track. I one thing I did was during the COVID, I got on a lot of podcasts. I shared a lot of things on um Facebook. I did a lot of zooms. i, I actually was busier, I mean, after that first two or three months, you call it, I was I ended up being busier last year than i than I um than most people were because I want to be that the top one percent instead of being the bottom ninety nine percent. So you know I know that every day matters. And, you know, I tried to reach as many people as I could, and I just gave value, you know, if it was hotel financing, apartment financing, or talking about investing, I did that, I gave value every day. That's
0: incredible, man. I, I have to say, it just—it's so inspiring, right? Because in, in a lot, if you—if you get wrapped up listening to most stories, it's about how things have happened to you instead sort of taking advantage of what you can control, right? And that's what you did. You said, "Okay, here's what I can control. I'm going to change the narrative and do what I can, right, to give." And with that, you know, it's like the book "The Go Giver" comes to mind, right? Just providing value across the board with no intention <laughs> for that to, to really just recap and 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 have some pull, right? But it, but it, it's just funny how the world and the universe um, adapts when someone's out there just really putting the effort in. So fantastic work! Um, I'm curious, who who what what are the hotel projects that people are working on today? What, what are they? Are is it a different breed? Are you seeing um, a lot of? Um, distressed deals or where you where you're laying your hat right now
1: the distressed deals are still coming so i know that people are like hey we're coming back we're coming back but um so i can tell you the deals that i've been doing it could be anything from a million dollars to a 12 million dollar deal uh, most of the stuff i'm doing is sba because they're given you know no sba guarantee fee they're doing you know no payments for three months they're doing a lot of uh, benefits um, the thing about it is a lot of the conventional lenders are not lending the non-recourse for a hotel is shut down. Yeah, it's been shut down since March. So there's a lot of things um, that are moving and shaking now. There's some people that are doing private money, some people that are doing conventional, but it's a lot less than it used to be. Um, but I'm doing a lot of independent, a lot of boutique, and a lot of extended stay. You know, That's those bigger probably. brand hotels that all the non-recourse and, and conventional and local bank liked that were close to convention centers and airports are nothing right now. Now, the ones that are very good, which a lot of people know is right now essential and everything else where's everybody going they're all stressed out or whatever it is the businesses the people they're all going to beaches and they're going to to woods they're, they're going to gatlinburg and that's not the only one but that's one of the places gatlinburg one of the busiest city of the year during covid yep. so you got gatlinburg and get all the beaches florida north carolina south carolina wherever it is so these destinations now um you know there, there's things that are going to spring back you're gonna see a lot of hotels on those convention centers that I'm getting and there's a lot of hotels for sale but you're going to see those hotels that were valued at say 15 to 30 million dollars and they're now selling for five to five to fifty so they're selling about half um but the thing that is we don't know when that um, that market is coming back the corporate segment now is it coming back yes but it could be two years it could be four it could be five um, just think of the Hyatts, the, the best Western pluses at those corporate, at those conventions centers. like, just say San Antonio. I've been there a few times for conventions. All that whole area is 99%. I mean, 99, I'd say like 70% overflow of, of those conventions and the rest of the historic area. I mean, there's just 200, 300 room, you know, hotels after another there and, and they're dead. They're dead. I have finance hotels. I have people that live there and everything else. And they're, they're dead right now. Um, so those are the those are the things that you're looking at. But I mean, you can pick up hotels for the dollar. But if somebody owns a hotel and it's cash, you know, they bought it for a while, they'll sit on it. But if somebody has, they're not covering their non recourse debt, they're going to foreclose because they we meet, they weren't meeting debt service cover ratio. Yes, had a lockbox on it. I mean, there's different things. But also, there's people trying to sell hotels as much in, as they were valued in 19 as they are in 20. And if your hotel went down 66%, you know, you got to go down 30%, 40%, something for them. But a lot of people are trying to sell them and the brokers are trying to sell them for the full premium of what they were in 19 when, hey, well, I was doing 3 million in 19. I'm like, yeah, but you're doing 900,000 in 2020. Yeah. And I'm looking at your, so, you know, you got the comps, you got different ways. You already get all these other ones, co star and then you can look at comps in the hotel side. I'll just discuss this here for a little bit. It's called S-T-R Report, Smith Travel Report, S-T-R. And those are your cheat sheets for all your brands. If you have a brand, usually you pay for them with your franchise or they're included, but they charge you. So um, if you have a Marriott, Hilton, IHG, Choice, Wyndham brand, you can go there and see the last three years. And it shows you month to month, T3, T6, T12. I can dissect that thing and tell you, and you're like, oh, the hotel's doing good again. I'm like, no, it's not. It shows here that you're down 66% from last year, even of January or February still. Wow. So, I mean, you can look at those things and see it. And it's the corporate travel is not coming back. Like Nashville. Oh, yeah, it's a great area. It is. But what are you going to do about all those people that went to those convention centers, they're still shut down. Yeah. What are you going to do when they were going 3 million a year now you're going 9,000 Is that property valued at a third? Maybe not quite. But those are the things you gotta look at. So I mean, you know, it's different. We're looking right now, going instead of saying are you close to a convention center or, or how many demands are you at, which is good because certain like hotels in Houston aren't doing that great. Apartments in Houston are still doing pretty well. There's a there's a there's a there's there's a need for housing. But um for people that had the oil industry, a lot of the hotels since like 16, 17, and 18 have not hit anywhere near those numbers, and they're still building. So even in 2019, we knew that there was a very high supply of hotels in most areas of the U.S. So even before the COVID came, we were already diversifying back in 18. So that's another thing that, you know, people were transforming a lot of these hotels into multifamily. There's a big cost to it. But um, you just got to make sure you're buying where there's demands, buying where shifting, shifting, and you know maneuvering. Now, hey, is there a demand here for this apartment complex, hotel, whatever it is that you're buying? Because if you had me like, oh, well, it's oil here. We're hoping, hoping it to come back in New Mexico or, or Houston or whatever it is. It has to make sense. You got to look at the the, the presidency. You got to look at business. You got to look at all these things and see if it's going to work the next four, eight, ten years. So those are things that I do. And so say, just want, okay, here's your approval. Here you go. I have people come to me and I'm like, why are you looking in that area? Why don't you look in this area? Why don't you look in these areas? You know, they want to move an hour two hours away from where they're at. You want to make sure that you give them a good asset so that they come back to you for the second, third, fourth hotel or apartment complex. Yeah. It's fantastic. Um, there's, 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 and that's the biggest thing. Some people just want to close a deal and they go, okay, okay, okay. It's like a, there's been a a server and an order taker you're just taking an order but me i want to make sure i like what's your goals oh i want to have five hotels in 10 years and they don't have any now i want to have you know 300 apartment complexes and they have one right now i want to make sure they get in a good area so they're cash flowing so that they can get to that next level so um you know some people don't like it some people you know hey i bought in this area of louisiana and it was um it was a brand new it was the Best Western a long time ago. And I told the guys, like, hey, listen, your your comp, your markets are going down 17%. This place is only going down like 3 or 4% because brand new. They, they totally renovated and put like $2 million into it. He called me the next year and he goes, hey, man, like, what's up? He's like, I just want to tell you, I wish I listened to you. I did buy it. I went to another bank and I put down an extra 10% down. And we're going down another 15% again this year. And next year is probably down another 10%. So it's just one of those things that you, you know, you got to be all around to look at to see if it's a good asset to get And in hotels, you have to make sure there's more than one, just one demand, Um, because it's not like an apartment complex where they're in there for 12 months and, you know, there's no big deal. If a hotel closes down or the exit ramp closes down and they can't get to it, they're going somewhere else.
0: You' know, it's fantastic. It's very the full. Quick. It's the full narrative here of provide the value, right? Because if you look at it, okay, let me just get this deal done, right, And you get the one deal done, it's not that it's not where you create the relationship to have multiple deals where where you help that person in the future, right? Because there are people out there that will just do the deal, give them financing, get the deal done, right. But you want that. I mean, as an investor, you want that feedback. Um, you know, because no matter how well you do it, there's always other angles that that you need to be aware of, right? Because and there's always value that you can get, and that's why you build your team, right? And so, I mean, that that's just incredible to hear because I, I would want that that info. Because if you're sitting there and, and just like deals, right? Your your biggest thing as an investor, right? Especially you know if you're out there listening and you haven't done your first deal, is that sometimes you get in the fact that you want to get your deal done so bad, you want to get that first deal done that you'll you'll find ways to stretch numbers or just push a little bit out or just assume you can get just a little bit more than than you really can. Right. And you start doing that across, you know, say 15, 16 different line items. and next thing you know, you have this deal that looks magical, right? In fact, it's not. And so when you have the team member here that can give you the guidance, you know, that, that points it apart from the metrics and everything else that really can give you the good feedback so you can keep yourself at level playing, that's how you create a business, right? Because it doesn't take much to take a deal down that's the wrong deal, right? And it's not only going to be a beast for you for years, but it's also going to be very difficult to get
1: out of too. That's exactly it. I mean, it's like you know. I mean, what do you want to get out of this? I'm a big giver, and the more money I make, the more I can give. Um, yeah. But I mean, that's the thing. I mean, that's why I closed you know five five hotels. The next year, I closed like ten hotels. And then we started putting in self-storage, apartment units, pharmacies, other things in there. And that's when we became diversified that, you know, right now it's almost a, a 40, 50 percent hotels compared to apartments, self-storage, we else. almost 50, 50 now. And, you know, I do the hotels still because they're bread and butter. I mean, I've done it for eight years. I've been traveling to conferences and conventions that I've built. That I've always had five thousand friends on Facebook. So it's been, it's been one of those things. that have been pretty, pretty easy to do and everything. And um, you know, I've been on Clubhouse now, and I'm working on yeah. um, a couple of apartment complexes and sell storage from that too. But it's just, it's the marketing. But you know, you got to be with the company, have a good team, and and close deals.
0: And this is this is awesome, man. Um, thank you for sharing. Before we let you go, I want to know what's the biggest lesson you've learned from your your time traveling with family and just and just seeing the country, right? What, what's something you learned and, and where do you
1: take it from here? I mean, the first thing I'd say is, you know, I mean, that's just me is putting God first and, and then family. But um, keep keep going through and, and doing things and make mistakes. Um, you know, keep keep doing things to make mistakes. Some people are like oh i'm scared to do this because i don't make a mistake. i'm scared to do this because i might fail you you gotta keep doing things you know i mean you gotta you gotta just keep getting back up again but i mean i, I put god first i put my family stuck my family there so then i i, I do my family the, the right way and i've been spending more time with them i've been time blocking my hours and i've been delegating work and you know it's when you go from five figures to six figures to getting ready to be in that seven figure mark uh, per year. Um, that's, that's where I'm at. And I'm just, you know, I'm just crushing it. And I, I, I want to be able to help others out to get to where I'm at now. I love
0: it, man. Well, we, we really just admire, appreciate, and just are so happy with all your success here. Has the family just so enjoyed all this time together and traveling?
1: Yes, they have. I mean, I got you know the couple of the kids want to be home with their friends, of course. So you, you get that yeah. in there, but you know, and them being in you know, A-S-S-E park and having a, um, you know, 20 elk walking across your car with these big old you know, anchors and everything else, and <laughs> to seeing cliff dwellings and everything. Yeah, it's cool. It's much more of my wife and I, I have seen them, because, but yeah, you know, they like to with their friends. But um, of course, we've been living koa on 19 where the traffic is nuts and just wishing we were either back on the road or back in the house at the time but you know of course when you kind of you 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 go hit the rock like oh you've been in these states i'm like yes but we had to do it and we could have wanted something else or money or whatever it was but it's one of those things that we did that we will never get back it was an awesome time but i think it's more of you know that my six and eight year old will remember if they don't forget and my 16 year old will remember because she loves it. The baby, two years, maybe mm-hmm. two years old, she's not going to remember it at all. So I mean, but it's been an awesome journey, and you know, we're, trying, we're, we're going to visit. Uh, we're going to move in June, July. So I think a full five that, And then we're buying a house. We'll do this right two to four months out of the year. We're just going to keep it going, and and then the more more we do with investing and financing, the more we're help others out.
0: I love it, man. Well, thank you for sharing. It's incredible what you're doing. How can everyone contact you, find out more about you and, and keep in touch?
1: I mean, follow me at the Traveling Commercial Finance guy on Facebook. <laughs> you know, give me a call at 727-729-2647. Um, give me a call, text me, reach out. I'd love to, come and, love to come and visit you wherever you are, whatever state you're in. And help you, um, as an investor or as a,
0: um, I love it. Thank you, Ryan. Super appreciate you, man. Super appreciate your time. Thank you, man. God bless and have a great day. I'll talk you soon. Thank you. And everyone listening, you had a story here today of just finding the most and what you can do and what you can make of your day. It's an incredible journey and you can take the time today to look at yourself, look at your journey, look at what you're doing to just step up, even when times aren't a deal, to find the best step forward. Have a great day. Want to learn exactly how we're finding high profit, cash flow ready multifamily properties off market? Want to find out how to run lightning fast syndications to raise all the capital you need for your next multi million dollar deal? in just a few days. We're breaking down our entire process step-by-step at a three-day event happening June 10th through the 12th called, you guessed it, multi-family live we've done events before but nothing this massive or this valuable and for the first time ever we're going to open the doors and walk you guys through literally every step of what we're doing on our multifamily deals this is a virtual event so you don't have to travel or even leave your couch but spots are limited sign up at multifamilyliveevent.com and we'll see you there